and welcome to Nothing Off Limits. I'm your host, Eric Baisden, and on this week's episode, we will be looking at Mississippi's Initiative 65, the Medical Marijuana Amendment, so let's get to it. To give a brief description of events surrounding the bill, Initiative 65 is, as stated previously, is the medical marijuana legislation that was voted on by the people on November 2020. Now, to get something on the ballot to amend the state constitution, you must have at least the number of signatures that equals 12% of the previous governor's election, with no more than 20% of signatures coming from each of the five Mississippi congressional districts, which is stated in the Mississippi constitution. The amendment made it on the ballot and was passed with 73.7% of the vote. Well, even though the people voted for this new amendment, it was struck down in May by the Mississippi Supreme Court. The reasoning for this being struck down is because there are only four congressional districts after redistricting in 2002 when Mississippi's population dropped. So the Supreme Court ruled for the amendment to be legal that the language in the current amendment that sets the guidelines for an amendment to be on the ballot needs to be changed from five districts and 20% to four districts and 25%, which has obviously caused a good bit of controversy. Now let's look at what medical marijuana actually is. According to the Mayo Clinic, marijuana is a term for of derivatives of the cannabis plant that are used to relieve serious and chronic symptoms. So let's look at what the amendment states for the rest of this episode. It was written to ensure availability of safe access to medical marijuana. It also prevents patients from being subject to criminal or civil sanctions with a debilitating medical condition subject to the same rules as basically opioids there's drug testing by employers you fail you can lose your job you can't operate a motor vehicle you can't operate heavy equipment it's the same as if you went to the doctor right now and they gave you a prescription for oxycodone oxycontin oxycodone all right, and you're not allowed to smoke in a public place and can be fined up to $100 if you choose to do so. So if you smoke, get caught smoking medical marijuana in a public place, the local authorities can and will fine you. And the, high, the highest a fine can go is $100. You have to be 21 to be able to assist someone with using medical marijuana. So you have to be of legal age to smoke and drink in the United States to be able to be a caregiver and help someone administer these products. You will have to have an ID card. It has to be renewed every year at most. You can have the longest prescription you can have is for 12 months and you have to go back to your physician and have it renewed. Now, it's the same as any other prescription. If you have a yearly checkup, it's the same thing that way. 
but it doesn't have to be a year-long prescription. Your doctor may deem you only need it for a few months or one month or a few weeks or how many doses he wants you to have thinking he can leave your problems at that time. Same as any other medication that the doctors do prescribe. All right, now the Department of Health is going to be the ones administering the program. So they administer all the other programs in our state do regarding anything to do with any kind of medicine. Same thing with this. This is going to be considered a medicine. Something that your doctor and you decide will help. And the Department of Health will hold your physicians accountable. And anybody, any drugstore or anyone you're getting your drugs from, hospitals, etc. Now, this amendment allows for around 22 medical conditions to be eligible for medical marijuana. So you just can't walk into the doctor's office and say, I want medical marijuana without me a prescription. You have to have proof. And when they do an audit on these doctors and they are caught giving you medicine for no reason whatsoever, you will be, they will be prosecuted and you can as well. But also, it's the same as they have done for the opioid crisis. The opioid crisis started... With doctors just writing prescriptions, handing them out like candy. And it caused a very, very bad problem. If you remember around 2008, 2009, there's a lot of people who died because of overdoses. And doctors were just continually writing prescriptions. All you had to do was walk into a clinic, walk into a doctor's office, and you get a prescription. That is not the case here. They're Fixed the they will they haven't really fixed it but they're trying to fix the opioid crisis they're trying to fix fix it where doctors just can't prescribe you anything for any reason I know some still do and I know that they're still fighting this fight and medical marijuana will be on looked at very heavily because it's already in such a stigma in our society as it is now whether you agree with it or you don't agree with the amendment. The fact is, it was voted by the people, and being voted on by the people should ensure that it is an amendment. But for some reason, that doesn't matter. Now, we can call it politics, political ideologies, and it's just very slimy the way things have gone down. Now, the same people who were upset about our flag being changed and... Uh, not being on the ballot, or the same people who are happy that uh, this amendment failed. Not all, but some. So let's look at what we have to really do here. What we have to do is we have to hold our legislator, legislative uh, accountable for what they've done. And what they're doing right now is not much of anything regarding this, this amendment. Governor uh, Reeves did come out and say that he wanted this to be done and want the legislator to get this done quickly. He said that after the Supreme Court struck it down. Of course, he no doubt is feeling pressure after the after last year and all the COVID stuff and how the lockdowns started and how people really were not very happy with that. So he's feeling the pressure. And the legislator is supposed to be working on this. Now here's the only problem is there was two in it, there was two on the ballot of 65 and 65A. 65 is what we just talked about, all the conditions, all the regulatory language in it. But 65A was going to be regulated by the legislator. 
there's a lot of empty, a lot of holes to be filled, and the legislator was going to do that. If the legislator votes on it, will we get the alternative instead of getting the actual old bill, the the one amendment that we voted on? Time will tell. Now, in future episodes, we're going to have someone come on the podcast, and we're going to talk about what they know. They have a little bit, a little bit more insight. They've been on the inside. They've been fighting this, and. We're going to see what they say, what they found, what they're going through. But most importantly, we need to get the word out of something's going on here to where if we vote on something, that it doesn't matter. That the state can do what they want. And the problem with all of this is we should have the voice. We should make our decisions. It shouldn't matter what the legislator wants to do individually it should matter what the people want they we send them to jackson we send people to washington to represent us and their job is to represent us not for them to do what they want and we have to live with it which is why we end up with an amendment being struck down by the supreme court because of language which all i have to do is change the language in the previous amendment which could be done easily but is it even being talked about being done because it's just a big political stance? Now, if you see this as a religious issue, and that is very important to this deal, that people do have religious thoughts and feelings, and and that is something that we have to take seriously. I mean, every day we make decisions based on our faith, and if your face, if you believe that it's wrong to for have this medical marijuana, okay, we put it on the ballot and you voted no. And if you lost and other people said yes, I'm, I, whether you like it or not, that is the decision made by the people. What should we do for the future? Well, we need to change the language for them putting an amendment on the ballot. It can be changed. One word from four, from five to four. We need four. Or we have four congressional districts. And what we we might look at in future episodes is that Mississippi has lost population again. We haven't lost a congressional seat. We have a little bit of a buffer. But in 2030, if when they do the census again, if we lose more population, we could lose another congressional seat. Which, if you're wondering, what does that mean? It means we have four congressmen in Washington representing us in the House of Representatives. And they do that by population. House of Representatives is by population. The Senate, every state is guaranteed two. We have four congressmen right now in Washington. If we lose one more, that means that we have one less person representing the interest of the state of Mississippi. A lot of things happen when you lose representation. Our rights, our freedom, things that we hold dear, we lose. Are we losing those now? Are we losing the fight on different issues because we are losing representation because of this way things have done? Do we deserve answers? We deserve the legislator to talk to us and tell us what are they planning on doing about this. The governor needs to be more outspoken about it. He needs to talk to us more and let us know what's going on. Because there is a big, big, big trial. Hearing going to take place starting in October. 
at the Supreme Court based on Mississippi's abortion law. The 15-week law. After 15 weeks, you cannot get an abortion. That's going to the Supreme Court. The entire nation is going to be watching this. So we if we can't even handle something as simple as medical marijuana, what are we doing? That's the question we need to have asked. And we need them answered. And everyone who is listening to the pod, this podcast, everyone who is fighting for your rights, uh, you may not be political. Well, just remember, just because it's considered politics that happens in state capitals doesn't necessarily mean you don't need to pay attention to it. You need to fight. You need to, to call your representatives. And when they come or when they come by your house begging you for their vote, tell them. Well, you should represent my interest, the interest of all of us as a whole. You should not do your own thing. A lobbyist shouldn't tell you what to do. Now, I, I hear rumors all over the place saying that the reason this was struck down was because of the taxes, the way they would tax this deal. I don't know if that's true or not. That's why they did it. It was challenged eight days before the election. That's right. Eight days before we voted on the amendment. It was challenged by the mayor of Brandon, or Madison, excuse me, Madison, the mayor of Madison. So why? Why are we challenging something before we vote on it? Because the tea leaves, if you read the tea leaves, it was going to pass. We were going to pass this bill, this amendment. This is going to be in the state constitution. And here's the thing that really, really surprises most people, that this amendment, was copied, basically, basically a copy and paste from the Arizona medical marijuana amendment they had. This is not something that Mississippi just dreamed up out of nowhere and changed the rules on it. This is what Arizona does, and this is why they come up with the ways to to pay for it, to to keep it going. That's why it's been administered by the Department, Mississippi Department of Health, because people knew that. Government would screw this up if we didn't fix it ourselves. So we looked at Arizona and said, okay, theirs is working. Good things are happening there. It's been it's, it's self-sufficient. It's making money for itself every year to keep itself going. Because if you look at Colorado, they're having trouble with their marijuana. Yes, but they made it legal for you just to recreational, recreationally smoke it. California is the same way. California is begging to be bailed out by the federal government because they have overspent. They have got yourself in a hole because they didn't go through the process that we went through to make sure that our stuff would be right. And Arizona did. We copied them. We don't have a, a medical marijuana bill right now. And this is the thing about it is this was supposed to go into effect in August of 2021, August of this current year that we're speaking right now. So we had it. Everything was in order. And the question has to be asked, does this really help? Studies show that it really does help people who have chronic pain. I heard a story uh, from someone that I know, and they told me, I asked him, do they know anyone who has experimented with the marijuana, medical marijuana? And they said yes. They knew someone very close to them that did. They were struggling from cancer. And they said that it was the only thing that could bring them relief. Another one 
had an accident and hurt their back. Nothing was giving them any help. They tried medical marijuana. He said he didn't get high, but the pain went away. In fact, people who smoke marijuana just to get high, they buy it on the street corner from their local drug dealer, which is very easy to get a hold of. I mean, you can go anywhere in the state, any town in the state, and you can find marijuana. All you have to do is just go and ask around. You can get it pretty easy. Everybody, there's several dealers out there. And ones who smoke it to get high have said they don't like it. They don't get them high. It doesn't do anything for them. Okay, so the THC level is so low and a lot of this medical marijuana has been put out that they don't even want it because it doesn't do the thing that they're needing it to do. Also, you don't have to smoke this to get relief. They have it in pill form. They have it in creams. They have it in oils that you can put under your tongue. And and, and some people say the oils don't work as good as the smoking and whatnot, but you have the options there. You don't have to be a smoker. We need to look at this real serious that there's a natural product and that's something natural that grows that we can take advantage of in you. Now, I'm not saying you have to agree with me on this deal. You can disagree with me and that's fine. But I, I can't sit here and tell you you can't use a product because I don't like it. There's a lot of things that we, we disagree on in life. But I can't tell you you're, you can't do something you want to do because I do believe in freedom. And freedom is something that is very special to this nation. Other nations claim to have freedom, but we have more freedom than anyone in the world. And for the legislator to come to us and tell us that something that you voted on, something that you wanted, something that you really, really thought would help, you can't have. That just doesn't seem like it's the American way. Now, like I said, future episodes are going to have someone who was going to be part of a greenhouse that would grow this medical marijuana for these medical companies that would be selling it. And they have a lot of insight. And I'm looking forward to that, actually getting that conversation started and talking with them but also we're going to be skipping around on this issue because there's other this this is an ongoing deal uh we don't have to make it a series out of it we can come back to it at any time and also we got a lot going on in the in the state of mississippi in tennessee and arkansas louisiana and alabama uh the states that surround where i currently reside that we see a lot of things going on right now and we're very Try to keep up with it as much as possible, and we just we're going we're going to be very busy doing our research. And the reason why this episode is coming out later than what I initially had informed everyone is because it's been a lot of research going involved with this, and trying to get things correct, trying to get numbers correct, trying to make sure that nothing is false, and I'm going through different resources, and and we're we only want to talk about things and correctly we don't want to put forth any false narratives for anyone but we all do know that a lot of people don't care about this stuff and i understand we want to get some stuff you would like to talk about you like to hear about you like to know about 
a lot of people like to know about high school sports. Well, we have a great deal of high school sports that's going to be going on in the future. We have called high school volleyball coming out. We have high school football that will be getting started. And the state of Mississippi is chopped full of great athletes, great young kids that's going to be on the playing on Saturdays one day. We don't talk about academics as well. We we overlook academics in our state, and it's it's so sad the way we do. But good news has come out on that front from last year. So we we're gonna be really diving into that. And we hope hopefully we'll have some maybe some coaches and athletic directors and some people come on the podcast. We'll talk to them as well. And we'll get to know and principals and we'll get to know what's going on in these schools and the state and what they plan. But this amendment, this initial 65, it's something that is very important to many people. Many people who are laid up with cancer right now and they can't they can't get any relief. Well, we're gonna see about when are they gonna get opportunity to use this product if they will at all in our state. And I've heard it from a lot of people who move from our state that our state is so behind that's how they have to leave. We don't want that. We want to make sure our state continues to move forward, but we do things in a safe and economically intelligent way. So with that being said, I will look forward to talking to you in the future. And uh, you can follow follow us on Twitter at nothing underscore um, off limits. In fact, let me say that again. Nothing underscore limits. That's on Twitter. You'll be hearing a lot of, they'll be putting out new episodes or new alerts on new episodes. So it's at nothing underscore limits on Twitter. And so we'll be letting out, we'll be letting you know what new episodes will be coming out. And also be letting you know, uh, you can get in touch with us. Let us know what do you want to hear. Uh, what do you want to talk here to talk about? So at nothing underscore limits on Twitter, give us a follow. Uh, DM us, tweet right at us. We're willing and, and wanting to hear what you have to say and what you want to hear. Uh, also, there uh, is a prominent person in their in the local Libertarian Party. I look forward to having them on the podcast we'll talk to them about, about some political stuff as well but also how the how they see things going in the future and uh, their future and we're gonna have a good time with that one so we got a lot of stuff planned for you on this podcast this isn't just gonna be a boring podcast like today and we're just, just talking about one little issue even though this issue isn't so little to many many people so please just give us a listen and like and share rate and review this this podcast and hit that notification button so we can you can know when we have a new episode posted and you can listen to it and until next time this is nothing off limits and i'm eric basin your host and i look forward to talking to you again thanks